scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day two of week 38 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in 2 Kings chapter 21, 2 Chronicles 33, Psalm 71, and 2 Corinthians chapter 3. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are grateful that you have such patience with us, that you can receive wicked people when they repent, that you can forgive. We pray that we would have a heart of repentance, that we would respect you, knowing that you are the one who has all authority. We pray, Father, that you would help us to have wisdom, help us to understand the glory of your covenant that you've made with us through your Son. Help us to understand how much better it is than anything else that has ever been given, as we have a relationship with you and a knowledge of you that has never been before, that your Son has revealed. We thank you for him and for all that he has given. We pray this in his name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in Second Kings 21. Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Hephzibah. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh, according to the detestable things of the nations that Yahweh had driven out from the presence of the Israelites. He returned and rebuilt the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed. He erected altars for Baal and made a pole of Asherah worship, just as Ahab king of Israel had made, and he bowed down to all the host of heaven and served them. He built altars in the temple of Yahweh, about which Yahweh had said, I will put my name in Jerusalem. He built an altar to all of the host of heaven in the two courtyards of the temple of Yahweh. He made his son pass through the fire, practiced soothsaying and divination, and dealt with mediums and spiritists. He increased the doing of evil in the eyes of Yahweh to provoke him. He put the image of the Asherah that he had made in the temple, which Yahweh had said to David and to Solomon, In this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of Israel wander from the land which I have given to their ancestors, if they only observe to do according to all that I have commanded them, as far as the law that Moses my servant commanded them. But Manasseh did not listen, and tempted them to do evil more than the nations that Yahweh destroyed before the presence of the Israelites. So Yahweh spoke by the hand of his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh the king of Judah committed these detestable things, and did evil more than the Amorites who were before him, and caused even Judah to sin with his idols, therefore thus says Yahweh the God of Israel, Look, I am bringing disaster upon Jerusalem and Judah, about which the two ears of all who hear it will tingle. I will stretch out over Jerusalem the measuring line of Samaria, and the plumb line of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as one wipes the dish. He wipes it and turns it on its face. I will give up the remainder of my inheritance, and I will give them into the hand of their enemies. They shall become as prey, and as spoil for all their enemies, because they have done evil in my eyes, and were provoking me from the day that their ancestors came out from Egypt up to this day." Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood, until he filled Jerusalem from one end to another, apart from his sin which he caused Judah to sin by doing evil in the eyes of Yahweh. 
The remainder of the acts of Manasseh, and all that he did, and his sin that he committed, are they not written on the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Judah? Then Manasseh slept with his ancestors, and was buried in the garden of his palace, in the garden of Uzzah. Ammon his son became king in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haraz from Jotbah. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh as Manasseh his father had done. He walked in all of the way which his father had walked, and he served the idols which his father had served and bowed down to them. He abandoned Yahweh, the God of his ancestors, and did not walk in the way of Yahweh. The servants of Ammon conspired against him and killed the king in his palace. But the people of the land killed all who conspired against the king and made Josiah his son king in his place. The remainder of the acts of Ammon that he did, are they not written on the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Judah? They buried him in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah his son became king in place of him. Second Chronicles 33 Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh, according to the detestable things of the nations whom Yahweh drove out before the Israelites. And he rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah his father broke down. And he set up altars for the Baals, made Asherahs, and bowed down to the host of heaven, and served them. And he built altars in the house of Yahweh, of which Yahweh had said, In Jerusalem my name shall be forever. And he built altars to all the host of heaven in the two courtyards of the house of Yahweh. And he himself burned his sons in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom. And he practiced sorcery and divination, and he engaged in witchcraft, and dealt with mediums and spiritists. And he did much evil in the eyes of Yahweh to provoke him to anger. And he placed the carved image of the idol that he had made in the house of God, of which God had said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever." And I will never remove the foot of Israel from upon the land that I appointed to your ancestors, if only you will take care to do all that I have commanded them, all the law, the regulations, and the judgments by the hand of Moses. And Manasseh seduced Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to do evil more than the nations that Yahweh destroyed before the Israelites. And Yahweh spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they would not listen. So Yahweh brought the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria upon them, and they took Manasseh captive with hooks, and they bound him with bronze fetters, and brought him to Babylon. And when he was in distress, he entreated Yahweh his God, and greatly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors, and prayed to him. And God responded to him, and heard his plea, and let him return to Jerusalem to his kingdom. And Manasseh knew that Yahweh was God. Then afterward he built an outer wall for the city of David, west of the Gihon in the valley, and for the entrance into the gate of the fishes. And it encircled the Ophel, and raised it very high. Then he placed strong commanders in all the fortified cities of Judah, and he removed the foreign gods and the carved images from the house of Yahweh, and all the altars which he had built on the mountain of the house of Yahweh and in Jerusalem, and he threw them outside the city." And he restored the altar of Yahweh, and offered sacrifices of peace offerings and thank offerings upon it. And he commanded Judah to serve Yahweh, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people offered at the high places, but only to Yahweh their God. 
Now the remainder of the words of Manasseh and his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of Yahweh the God of Israel, behold, they are in the words of the kings of Israel. And his prayer and how he responded to him, all his sin and his unfaithful acts, and the places where he built the high places and set up Asherahs and idols, before he humbled himself, behold, they are written in the words of the seers. And Manasseh slept with his ancestors, and they buried him in his house. And Ammon his son became king in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. And he did what was evil in the eyes of Yahweh, as Manasseh his father had done. And Ammon sacrificed to all the idols that Manasseh his father had made, and he served them. And he did not humble himself before Yahweh, as Manasseh his father humbled himself. But Ammon himself multiplied his guilt, and his servants conspired against him and killed him in his house. But the people of the land struck down all who conspired against King Ammon, and the people of the land made his son Josiah king in his place. Psalm 71 In you, O Yahweh, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be for me a rock of refuge to resort to always. You have ordained to save me, because you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the evildoer and the oppressor, because you are my hope, O Lord Yahweh, my confidence from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from birth. It was you who took me from the womb of my mother. My praise is of you continually. I have become a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, with your glory all the day. Do not cast me away in the time of old age. When my strength fails, do not abandon me. For my enemies talk concerning me, and those who watch for my life conspire together, saying, His God has abandoned him. Pursue and seize him, because there is no deliverer. O God, do not be far from me. My God, hurry to help me. Let them be ashamed. Let them perish, who are my adversaries. Let them wrap themselves with scorn and disgrace who seek my harm. But as for me, I will hope continually and increase your praise. My mouth will tell of your righteousness, your salvation all day long, though I do not know the full sum of them. I will come in to tell the mighty deeds of Lord Yahweh. I will make known your righteousness, yours only. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and up to now I have proclaimed your wonderful deeds. And even when I am old and gray, O God, do not abandon me until I proclaim your strength to this generation, your power to everyone that comes after. And your righteousness, O God, is to the height of heaven. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have caused me to see many troubles and evils, you will again revive me. And from the depth of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my greatness, and you will comfort me all around. On my part, I will praise you with a stringed instrument, and your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will sing for joy when I sing praises to you, and my soul which you have redeemed. My tongue also will speak of your righteousness all the day, because they have been put to shame, because they have been humiliated, who seek my harm. And now let's read Second Corinthians chapter 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we, like some, need letters of recommendation to you or from you? 
You are our letter, inscribed on our hearts, known and read by all people, revealing that you are a letter of Christ, delivered by us, inscribed not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on stone tablets, but on tablets of human hearts. Now we possess such confidence through Christ toward God, not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, who also makes us adequate as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death in letters carved on stone came with glory, so that the sons of Israel were not able to look intently into the face of Moses because of the glory of his face, which was transitory, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be even more with glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, by much more will the ministry of righteousness overflow with glory. For indeed, what had been glorified has not been glorified in this case, on account of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was transitory came with glory, by much more what remains is with glory." Therefore, because we have such a hope, we use much boldness, and not as Moses used to place a veil over his face, in order that the sons of Israel would not stare at the end of what was transitory. But their minds were hardened, for until this very day the same veil remains upon the reading of the Old Covenant, not being uncovered, because it is done away with in Christ. But until today, whenever Moses is read aloud, a veil lies upon their heart, but whenever one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, reflecting the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory into glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. That's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.